When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Jan. That's Chris. And welcome to CCTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we're going to talk about the queens of K-pop, SNSD. Sonia Oshide, a.k.a. SNSD, a.k.a. Girls' Generation, a.k.a. GG, has confirmed a 2022 comeback with all eight members, just in time for the band's 15th debut anniversary. And in light of this news, fans are losing their collective minds over the news that Girls' Generation will not only return with a new single, but an album to commemorate this occasion. And that's really exciting. Yes. <gasps> yes. Um, yeah, I'm super, super excited. Girls' yeah. Generation, I mean, they were the biggest girl group when I got into K-pop, for sure. Um, right. So I'm excited to see what they do. What's your history with SNSD? Now, the way I got into them is really interesting because I was into uh, Wonder Girls first. Um, and so when they came out here and did, like, So You Think You Can Dance and Wendy Williams, I was like, yes, 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 this is amazing. So I was really slow into them. And I, I think at the time, Wonder Girls was really killing it until they went to America and then G came out. So mm. I had gotten into G and I was like, oh, my God, how cute is this song? And I think G is one of those songs in K-pop that is really quintessential K-pop. Everyone thinks of G when they think of K-pop. I mean, it gets covered to this day. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't I didn't realize like how big they were at the time I got into K-pop. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, they're freaking huge. I mean, what about you? I know you've seen them in SM Town. Yes. Lucky. So that actually <laughs> is how I got into them. Because actually, when I went to oh. SM Town, I really only knew Shiny for the most oh, part. Wow. I, I kind of and I knew yeah. Boa. Um, but everyone yeah. else, like I knew their names, but not really their music. But I listened to everything like in preparation for the show. And so, yeah, yeah I kind of got thrown into the girls' generation situation. <laughs> to the um, yeah, I had done a little research for, I was interning at Interscope, actually. Um, oh, so I had done wow. a little research for them when they were like thinking about signing them back in 2011, I think, right? Wow, um, okay. Yeah, so, so I, that was kind of my only history with them, but really was seeing them at SM Town and, and that kind of started my or deeper dive into their discography. But I've definitely followed them throughout. I, I went to Tiffany's mm -hmm. solo show a few years ago oh, yes, here and yes. actually met her uh, after the show, you know, backstage, which is cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll put the picture right here if you're watching the video. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really excited that they're back. Um, but yes. let's talk about first their history before we do some predictions. So yeah. <laughs> SNSD, a.k.a. all those things that you said earlier, <laughs> are known as the nation's girl group. And by mm. nation, we mean mm. Korea, not America. Uh, <laughs> so they debuted on August 5th, 2007 with a single Into the New World. But they rose to huge fame in 2009 wow. with a single G that you mentioned earlier. And that claimed the top spot on KBS's Music Bank for a record-breaking nine consecutive weeks. And it was Melon's most popular song of the 2000s, the entire decade of the 2000s. Um, so let's first talk, I mean, you mentioned that G, how prolific it is, but listening wow. back, what do you think of it now, like in the context of K-pop and the way it is now? Oh my God, this song, I don't know if it would actually survive. <laughs> Not even trying yeah. to be funny, but like the whole soundscape is like, you know, being like girl crush and being really tough. Like love songs are not doing what they used to do unless they're like a ballad or something like that, which is so funny because these girls were promoted as the girls next door. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, back then it was it was okay to kind of have this kind of song to have a this many members as well. <laughs> It was kind of shocking. Um, and even now listening to it, I think, oh, this is a solid song. I mean, like, the, the, for them to have nine members and each girl get a line is 
kind of impressive and there's a lot of harmony but yeah that's, but again that kind of goes back to sm like actually yes featuring harmonies for a girl group um so yeah i mean has it aged well i think so it's one of those bubblegum pop songs that people are like oh my god like really but yeah it's aged. i mean think about baby one more time think about instincts like bye 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 songs like that you're like it's kind of immature like only little girls and little teeny boppers know it no we're like really getting close to our 30s in our 30s slash a lot of our fans and we are still like yes g g g g baby we're out Yes. here dancing you know so Yes. what about you i mean for for you to be like into shiny and then get introduced to girls generation like did it did it impact you the way it impacted everyone else or are you kind of like okay this is cute did it take something else for you to get into them Yeah, well, I think, you know, I'm not hugely into the cutesy thing anyway, right so yeah I don't, uh, yeah, I didn't love that, but honestly, this is one of those songs that just, it, It's so great and catchy that it just supersedes Yeah. all of that. Because I think once you, this is one of those where you need the video or the dance. You, you need the the performance dancing. of it because once you know the dance, you know, um, all the, you know, I love the spelling of the G. Um, yeah, all of that. Like once you have all of that, it makes it, it can't leave your head. you know? Yeah. And Yeah. It's ubiquitous so, at that point. yeah, it, it's so catchy that it's hard not to like it, I think. Um, So true. Yeah, But it's it's very definitely true. not a song. Like, I feel like if you showed this to someone who didn't know K-pop at all, it'd be very jarring for sure. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. It's kind of just one of those songs that probably wouldn't be something that you introduce people to, but they do have other songs in our catalog. Like, one Oh, of my yeah. favorite songs by them is, like, Who? I love the James Bond kind of theme. Like, there's something about 2000, yes, with the gun. There's something about 2000s pop, K pop, just UK Brit pop that is just so different. Like, people are taking risks conceptually, sonically. It just was more interesting. Um, and songs like Hoot, uh, Genie, oh my God, even their Japanese singles, Honey, Mm-hmm. Oh, get me started. Galaxy Supernova is the <laughs> one. But yeah, yes. I think you just mentioned Genie. I'd actually say Genie is probably one of my top uh, Yeah. girls' generation songs because that, Yeah. it, it's still cutesy, but there is like an underlying sexiness to it. Oh, yeah. And so I find that dynamic a lot more fun than like the pure cutesiness of G. All right, so we do have to mention, you know, first off, their singles and albums actually did consistently very well throughout their Yeah. career. They kept breaking their own sales records. The music video view numbers were insane because they were really at that time when YouTube was, you know, really helping to spread the how you wave, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they really did set the trend for all the girl groups at the time. You have to keep in Mm-hmm. mind that this was second gen. There were a lot less companies, so a lot less Yeah. groups in general. So... Yeah. They were really leading the pack. It was kind of them and 21, <laughs> really, at the top top, right? yes, And it was totally. kind of those two kind of very extreme sounds and then kind of everyone else doing kind of a derivative of, of either one in a way. Um, so they really are just so prolific. I think if you ask any of the current girl group members that are active right now, they'd all Mm-hmm. list SNSD as a, as a big influence for them. Yeah. either as children Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. or, or at least as like trainees, I'm sure they were forced to learn <laughs> some of these songs in some way or another, right? Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, even with um, Into the New World, it's become like an anthem for the feminist movement there. So when they have marches, they'll play... <laughs> mm -hmm. So everyone knows it. Um, you can't really deny their impact. And I, even if you look at Twice now, there's the same silhouette, the same impact. But they had the power of DSP and YouTube. DSP Yes. being digital streaming platforms, y'all. Uh, but yeah, they had that kind of power behind them, that extra battery in their back. But I mean, before SNSD, we had not seen this many girl group members, except maybe in J-pop. So Yes. you were really getting a lot of firsts or just a lot of significant moves by SM and Girls' Generation. Uh, their singles and albums, as Chris said, were absolutely just amazing. So we're not just saying it to be hyperbolic or exaggerating. They were 
like he said, leading the pack. They were the nation's girl group for a reason. Like if you had their name on anything, people were showing up, people were spending money. And eventually they actually did team up with uh, Teddy Riley, right? For the boys release and it was yes. a TRX track. <laughs> um, and that single was of the boys. Bring the boys out, girls generation, they can feel the heat. And we're doing it, we can't be beat. And this was their first English release in SNSD with another major American label, Interscope, which had, you know, Wonder Girls were under Hollywood Records at the time. So it wasn't like a huge label because Hollywood Records was Disney. That's the Jonas Brothers. But Interscope, what was that? That was like uh, one of the majors. Yeah. But yeah, they were the first girl group to perform on an American late night television show, which is David Letterman. And boy, oh boy, I remember staying up (laughs) to watch it. And watching them squeeze in this small mm-hmm. enclave of a space and not hitting anything. Oh my gosh. If you have never seen the boys' performance <laughs> on David Letterman, please do. We'll put the link in the description because uh-huh. it is so good and it was a huge deal. Like now, whenever yeah. people appear on things, it's like, oh, great. Like they're on Kelly Clarkson, like they're on Steve yeah. Colbert, they're on all this stuff. And it's like kind right. of normal now, right? But back then, it was really tough to get this much visibility on K- for K-pop. Um, totally. On, on, you know, on American media. So it yep. was really awesome, and they killed it. They, they killed did. it. They had it was a tiny stage. Handhelds. Live mics, mm-hmm. live band, yeah. do yes. new remix with a new dance break. You know, they yeah. really they pulled look- it out. Yeah. It looked so good. I remember because um, Regis Philbin was there, and... Um, Bill Murray were there. So you have yes. all these old dudes on stage watching them and they all legs for days, hair flips for days. It was really crazy because the girls, they did all the choreography and they had what uh, the, the, the host and his guests, the band behind them. And then some weird like little shelf area. They gave you full out. They gave you look. Mm-hmm. They were, they, they ate up a little bit. I was like, go ahead girls. It was, it was, I was really impressed. I think the next day they actually did do, um, was it Regis and Kelly the next day? Mm. But they did a daytime show the next day. And they're like, oh, your English is so good. And Tiffany and Jessica were like, we're from California. Um, <laughs> that's usually the conversation, right? Your English is just uh, so good. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So actually, shortly after The Boys, they also released I Got a Boy, which mm-hmm. it's also extremely, extremely influential. Because at the time... K-pop was still very classic in its in its structure, in its song really? structure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it was still very much based off of Western kind of late or early 2000s pop music, right? Yeah. So it was verse, yeah. standard, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, you know. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. the great and classic pop formula. I Got a yeah. Boy was the first song that was mm-hmm. this kind of Frankenstein track where every, yeah. where the switch-ups just almost don't make sense. Hey, you stop. Let me put it down another way. You have different BPMs and you have completely, just completely different songs, basically, just put together in one. And we still do this to this day now. That's how most K-pop songs actually are put together now, right? Totally, totally. Yeah. I mean, this whole like Bohemian Rhapsody approach to it was really interesting because I think a UK artist had actually written the song. I think Katie Tiz or something. I forgot, I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Katie, I will say that. Um, she had done it. So I had heard the original version of it. And it's so funny because you're just like, wow, how did I got a boy come from what she was saying? Like she was just talking a bunch of crap. She was like, yeah, I'm that girl. Kind of just, just western style lyrics mm. right so this song i remember when i first heard it i was like oh my god because i think nappy tabs had choreographed it so that's napoleon and tabitha for those yes. who don't know um i was like and at the time it was like so you think you can dance and uh abdc america's best dance crew and their their names were thrown around a lot because that's how a lot of people who didn't know these choreographers came to know them mm-hmm. so they worked with them and i'm like oh my god i have to learn this choreography i know the choreography to this stinking day i refuse to let it go and the best thing about this song is that even though it's a remake and i don't think we talked about it really in our uh, remake video but 
they added their SM kind of feel where we had a former member, Jessica, say, bring it back to 140. And you're like, what the heck happened at 140? So you go back, it's the part of the song that was like the little EDM switch up. Like this song is, I don't even know how to describe it. Cause I'm like, if it was released now compared to like an Espa's mm-hmm. <sighs> next yeah. level or yeah. like, sorry or for sighing y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Savage. Yeah, it's like, would it would it be as jarring? Would it be as strange? Like, I don't know why this song worked. I don't, I don't know how it worked. I don't know how this song became as like accepted more so than it, than like, you know, an NCT mashup or like a Espa's mm-hmm. mashed ups kind of song. It's so interesting. Well, you know? I think, so I think it's interesting because they were at a point in their career where they could pretty much release anything and it would do decently. Oh. Right. I think yeah, they were yeah. lucky in a sense that they were at that point in their career. Um, mm-hmm. again, with less competition, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. And I think people were ready for a risk at that point also, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think I, I mean, think yeah. it was just different at the time. It is hard to think, like, if this was released now, what would we think of it? Um, right. Because at that time, people listened to it because it was so weird. But if it was released mm-hmm. now, we wouldn't think it was as weird, right? Right. Um, it's interesting. So, very yeah, interesting. So it's, it's very hard to think of it objectively, mm-hmm. I think, for us yeah. because we experienced it all in real time. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah that, that's really, that's really hard. Cause personally for me, listening to like Savage and, and other, other songs that are like this Frankenstein thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think there's almost a line of how different each section can be. And oh. I think with I Got a Boy, there was still something underlying. I don't really know how to describe it. But there was something underlying between each section that did at least sonically and like feeling wise, keep it cohesive. Yeah. I I don't necessarily think that about tracks or then mixed track. Yeah. 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 Oh man, that's tough. But I don't know if I'm biased. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh my god. We might have to like do like we yeah. might have to do a video about it. <laughs> but yes, leave it definitely drop a comment below if you liked I Got a Boy, but you don't like the newer songs. Or if you do like the newer songs, but you think I Got a Boy was a hot mess. Please, I would love to know what other people have to think about that. Yeah. I agree. Um, and also yeah. if you've made yeah. And if you made it this far, definitely subscribe to CCTV where we have lovely pop discussions like this all the time. So make sure you turn on that notification bell as well. Mm -hmm. Just moving on and just kind of, you know, fast forwarding a little bit. Uh, Of course, we all know that the nine member group then became a eight member group because Jessica had to leave Mm. because of some other drama. Um, But I think their last single that they released was what? All Night Holiday. Yeah, it was a double. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Their 10th anniversary. Yeah. Mm hmm. Right. Not for nothing. That didn't do as well as I think SM was expecting or they even cared to do because I feel like they only performed it like once or twice and then they were shuffled off. Like, oh, contract's over. Bye-bye. You know? So <laughs> yeah. I, like... <laughs> I think it was one of those weird times where it was contract negotiation time. And mm-hmm. some of the members already knew they were leaving. So there was an yeah. aspect of the actual members themselves being kind of over it and just like, okay, let's just do this one more time and like, whatever. <laughs> and also SM probably not wanting to do the most because they knew the members were leaving. So I think it was right. that dynamic. But yeah, commercially, we did kind of just do a quick scan of their sales in preparation for this. And yeah. their peak in Korea sales-wise was... I, I believe the boys era. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We do have to note uh, that this is also yeah. the transition between physical and, and uh, downloads and streaming, yeah. like all of that. Cause it was really during that kind of early 2010s when downloading, illegal downloading became yes. so big, so big and bad. Right. Um, yeah. So general sales were down over the mm-hmm. entire industry, but um, I think it is safe to say that the buzz around SNSD was kind of dying yeah. those last couple of years. And yes. so you could kind of feel that the members were ready to move on. Um, mm-hmm. They were only doing like one comeback a year at that point anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I think it was time. I think them ending it at 10 years. I mean, Little Mix, right? Little Mix just did the same thing. And yeah, um, yeah I Girl think that's a... That's a long life for a group. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah for real. Especially in K-pop. Usually seven is like that, that year people go, oh, no, they're done. 
but yeah. it's true seven years four years if you're lucky um but yeah, yeah seven years is usually was kind of cuts off which is interesting and i mean granted um sm is known for their very long extensive decade-long contracts yeah um but for them to have such a long-winded not long wind is not the right word but for them to have such longevity in their careers and then still be able to at least hold on to some type of numbers in mm -hmm. the advent of the dsps and the downloads and whatnot is actually pretty impressive yes um but yeah so after they kind of went their separate ways, we did get OGG, which is like a five-member unit of Taeyeon, Hyoyeon, Yuri, uh, Yuna, and then that was it. And we had some and other Sunny. solo projects. And Sunny, I'm so sorry. Sunny, girl, I'm so sorry. I liked you. I'm so sorry. But yeah, <laughs> so, you know, they've all been kind of doing their own solo things. Like, so no one's been like a quote-unquote flop, you know, that no one's hit their yeah. flop era. So it's interesting to see how they are separately. Yeah, I would say SM usually does a pretty good job. For the most part, there are exceptions, but they do a pretty good yeah. job of making sure each member does get, does have a way to make a name for themselves outside the group. Right. Um, right. And I think they did a really good job with SNSD. I would say every single member in Korea, at the very least, there's yeah. a, they have a name out there. Like people, yeah. K-pop fans know each member. And you can't totally. really say the same with most other companies, I would say. So yep, some people go back to the convenience store to work, and I'm like, damn. Oh my so, gosh! Yeah, yes. kinda... Did you see yeah. that Eli from Ukis? He just he's like working in like a packing factory now. <gasps> I was like, oh. getting into the the solo jam. Uh -huh. uh, we have, of course, we're going to talk about all members because no matter what anyone says, Jessica was included in. <laughs> SNSD's history. Uh -huh. But anyway, uh, yeah, we're still going to talk about her because she was part of the group for a majority of the years up until what their last three or yeah, mm -hmm. about three albums, right? Yeah. Um, so, yes, just to start it off, we have Taeyeon, I think one of the, I, yeah, I think she's the most well known member yeah. uh, because she is literally the most active. Uh, she was the leader of SNSD and she is actually still signed to SM Entertainment and she has released three successful studio albums and has also taken part in the first project group girls on top for got the beat which is sm supergirl group which is like a spinoff of sm and she's also made a name for herself as a variety show star which is great because you do see her everywhere she is essentially just holding it down she is sm's wonder woman like you know who she yes. is she's still there uh i mean i don't i can't think of any other place that would be able to kind of facilitate that kind of talent i'm not saying no other company could do it but what, what she's done with even with invu recently like i don't mm. think she would have gotten that elsewhere so I there's something about her staying with sm just made sense like i don't see her anywhere else and on top of that i mean if i had so many great parts of the songs <laughs> i wouldn't leave either <laughs> Yeah, she definitely got <laughs> lucky with, with that. And I think she was a good leader as well from, from kind of yeah. what I've seen um, yeah. through the years. But yeah, she's super, super talented. Her voice is mm -hmm. quite recognizable. Um, yeah, I think, totally. you know, it's one of those things where you hear one of her songs and it's like, oh, that's Taeyeong. Um, yeah. And, and I she think that's a, a very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very yeah. good um, characteristic to have in such yeah. a saturated market. Um, I will say I'm not a huge fan of all of her solo stuff in general. Mm -hmm. I love INVU. Um, mm -hmm. But overall, it does feel like she kind of just chases trends. She doesn't really have Ooh. her own sound. But right. as an overall pop star, she's very talented. Her voice is yes. good. Um, she kind of knows how to... She's a good performer, very natural performer. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I'm glad she's continued to stay successful. But we kind of knew she she would kind of... By staying Be with gone. SM, we kind of knew that <laughs> yeah. her solo stuff would continue to get you know the yeah. big push that it has. Yes, exactly. And as I mentioned, I think she became kind of like the vocal standard. I mean, if you listen to Wendy, she gets notes that Taeyeon would be singing. If you listen to um, Espa, doesn't really have a Taeyeon kind of sound. They're kind of going mm -hmm. back to the older way they used to sing with like SES, with mm -hmm. like Bada and things like that. So it's interesting to kind of see how Taeyeon was kind of like the standard for a minute because she had a little bit of soul in her voice. And, you know, um, so it's interesting to see how she has grown from someone who I thought couldn't dance really, um, no offense to her, but she, Girls Generation's choreography was never like challenging, right? So <laughs> it's cute. It's kind of like, you know, we're here posing a little bit, a little snap here, Yeah. but it was never like difficult. So when she started doing dancing with Y and other things like that, I was like, oh, she's getting it. So it's nice to kind of see her 
still keep up yes. even now with like, you know, got the beat yeah. at, or girls on top, excuse me. Yeah. I was like, okay, girl, you got it. She's not like a standout dancer. She's not amazing, but it's nice to see that she hasn't like conform. I don't know how to describe it, but she doesn't seem like she's like reaching. She doesn't feel like she's trying to be young and, and uh, yeah, trendy yeah, yeah. like with the kids it's like if you like my stuff thank you if you don't i still have a whole plethora of fans yes i have nothing to prove anymore which is always a good spot to be in yeah yeah. exactly exactly um and up next we have sunny so sunny is also still signed to sm entertainment and she is known as the mood maker of the group um and for solo activities she's done a quite a variety she's done musicals some voice acting variety shows and also was a radio dj um Mm -hmm. so sunny she's so cute right she's like the cute one um she always stood out to me in all the performances Mm -hmm. and stuff just visually she was memorable um yeah and she always seemed to be having a good time um (laughs) and there was and and i think she she kind of wears her emotions oh very uh i don't know she shows her emotions very easily i guess just because if you she's not feeling it like you can totally tell yeah um and there definitely are (laughs) examples of that um but she's definitely not my favorite vocally so it kind of Mm. makes sense to me that she never really pursued a solo career because it is quite a limited tone yeah, you know, yeah. interestingly enough, I think after Jessica left, I noticed that she was taking a lot of Jessica's notes. Mm. Uh, I haven't really paid that much attention where I can say, yeah, this part, this song, this, but I remember her singing a part and I was like, oh, Jessica was singing that. So in the sense of like whose tone, like comparable to like in the sense of like going down the list of like, oh, if she can't sing this part, who could sing it? She would typically sing some of Jess's parts. Um, I remember her standing out a lot to me in um, The Boys when she cut her hair because I was like, Ooh, she that's good. a look. Yeah, I was like, because they're in a group where they're very pretty, they're very, you know, but for them to kind of go for this more chic, more, uh, how you say, like, Vogue magazine editorial style, her hair is short. And I was like, oh, my God, that's that's a risk. And I love a girl who can rock a short haircut. If you can do that, honey, I'm looking at you. And she Mm. she was selling it. She was like, this is my style. I like (laughs) this. So I, I enjoyed her. But yeah, you're right. In the sense of like seeing her do a solo thing, I don't think she would do anything except maybe like commercial films like CFs. Uh, things like that. So I think she figured out what she needed to do at the right time mm. and it works for her because she's a good personality. For yes. Sure. Yes. For sure. And I don't speak Korean, so I've never heard her as a radio DJ, but from the interviews and stuff that I have heard of her, like I feel like she, she's perfect for that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, that's interesting that she stayed with SM. Um, right. But, all right. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what that's about. Yeah. Ooh, question, questions. And speaking of um, staying with SM, this next one did not. <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany. Tiffany Young or Tiffany Kwong. I'm not sure how you all were introducing to her. But if you are someone who met her when she was solo, congratulations, because she managed to escape the SM dungeon. Not saying it was a dungeon, but uh, as, strangely enough, Tiffany wasn't exactly one of the favorites in korea which is right. unfortunate um she was one of the lead vocalists of the group and she's now a successful solo artist who has released a number of english tracks and even won best solo breakout in the 2019 i Heart radio awards Um, and most recently, she was in the um, South Korean stage production of Chicago and will also be making her acting debut on a JTBC series. So that's good for her. Um, vocally, I know who she is, but her technique has always been kind of like, I always felt like either the song is too high or it's just like, ugh. I was like, girl, she's not someone who can dance and sing well at the same time. But I always looked at her because she always had this beautiful eye smile. She's known for her eye smile. Mm. Every time she smiled, those eyes turned into little rainbows. And I remember people saying, eye smile, eye smile. And it was always going back to Tiffany, no matter what. It was always her eye smile. So pretty, Mm. you know, and I forgot what her her like when she introduced herself her Insa. It was something princess, like sparkling print. It was something like that. Mm. And I can see why she would smile in her whole face which is hi i'm tiffany and it's just like oh my god how cute is she um and she's another english speaker of the group so it was nice to kind of have her during like their in their english or american promotions because she could be like uh yeah you know we're a nine-member group we're girls generation and kind of take on like a pseudo leader position along with jessica so um as you mentioned you've you've seen her live yes i did go to the magnetic moon tour 
yeah. here in mm-hmm. the U.S. Um, and I enjoyed it. I, I think some of her English tracks are, are, are really good. Um, actually, mm-hmm. I still do love the one SM solo track that she did, I Just Wanna Dance. Yeah, that was fun. Um, yeah, she. I think she's one of those. I think she's a good performer. Um, mm-hmm. And um, she's improved a lot through the years. Yes. I think if you watch yeah. kind of the first SNSD performances, she, she didn't really stand out. But I think she's one of the most improved uh, for mm-hmm. sure. I do yeah. think it's interesting that she is now back in Korea. Um, yeah. You know, it kind of just shows how tough it is. You know, it doesn't matter how big you are somewhere else, but you go here yep. and you, it's a fresh start and there's so much competition. And so, you know, the fact she's had to kind of go back to Korea is interesting. I'm curious what mm. her plans are next for solo material since she seems she's kind of taken a break from, from releasing that. Um, but yeah, I think she, um, she is one that does have a very memorable face as well, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I enjoy her. I enjoy little Tiffany. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. So the next member we're going to talk about is Hyo Yeon, who is the main dancer and is again, currently still signed to SM entertainment. Um, Mm -hmm. and she has released music as DJ Hyo or simply H-Y-O, right? Or Hyo? Yeah, just Hyo. Yeah, yeah. Hyo. <laughs> um, and her music is primarily focused on EDM. And she, along with Taeyeon, was also featured as a member of Got the Beat, uh, or the Girls on Top unit of Got the Beat. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, she's an interesting one, for sure. She is definitely a great dancer. She yeah. had a lot of moments to shine during Girls' <laughs> Generation songs. Not vocally, mm-hmm. but definitely performance-wise. Yeah. Um, her yes. voice definitely is one of the more limited ones, and it's a hus- mm-hmm. it's like a huskier tone, a lower tone, which I guess just doesn't yeah. really fit some of the really girly uh, stuff that SNSD <laughs> was doing. Um, and I remember reading interviews where she was like, I hate it into the new world. Like, I hate yeah. it. Oh, yeah. you know? And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, that makes sense, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, she's an interesting one. Her solo music mm-hmm. isn't for me, but I, mm-hmm. I I have to admit she was one of the ones I never would have pegged for doing the solo thing. And, oh, yeah, um, totally. Yeah. She's definitely been pushing. She has been consistently releasing stuff and, uh, you know, performing yeah. on the music shows and doing the full promotions and things. So good for her. I'm glad mm-hmm. that SM is, is giving her the backing because, you know, the worry every time they renew – for things like this is yeah. that they end up in the dungeon afterwards, right? And <laughs> yeah. so they, they luckily have not done that with her, and it seems she's happy yeah. and thriving, so that's great. Yeah, you know, I always I always thought she was really feisty. Just the way she looks, I think it's just her her face was always yeah. very just, like, kind of Fiercer. fierce. Yeah. Yeah, it's always been that way, but I always liked it because she has, like, this, like, burning passion in her eyes. Like, if you look at her back in the day, it's so funny. And, and <laughs> And then I hear like little stories about her. I remember she had not gotten into a fight, but she had essentially defended herself against this man who was bothering her. I was like, I like mm-hmm. this girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's always kind of had just some oomph about her. Yeah. So I think she kind of added that oomph to the group um, because they were very much like, we legs and hair and hips yes. and a clap, 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 you know, but yeah. she was always like, here's my moment. I'm a pop. I'm a whack. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> One time she was popping whacking so hard that her freaking ponytail came out. I was crying. <laughs> she was giving it her all. She whipped her hair in a whole weave, so bloop, bloop, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I did not peg her as one of the people who would come out solo vocally. Yeah. Um, even with her kind of doing the singing rapping thing, I just, uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Um, like the song Deep, I feel like it could have been so much better. Just, just, this is lacking a little bit of energy. she's not talented it's just that with all the people who wrote on that song i think she deserved a little bit better um but she did sing in the bridge did not sound bad so she has been working you know and uh it's 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 great to see that she's still kind of uh dancing not even kind of she is still dancing oh yeah she's killing it yeah exactly it's it's so nice to see her like popping and locking and polka dotting like she used to because it's you can tell that she loves it it's just that maybe she knows that she's not as vocally talented as this or you know maybe she's not as conventionally beautiful as like a you know like a a Young or a yuna like she Mm. knows and so she does what works for her i've never seen her 
try hard to like I'm gonna make a ballad. We're never gonna get that. From her. Like, <laughs> I hope not. You know, like she, like she, <laughs> you know, she she knows her lane. <laughs> she knows her lane, and I respect her yes. completely for that. Um, and another person who was dancing in the group was Yuri. She's another vocalist and also, like I said, a dancer for the group. Uh, maybe not as well known by like non fans. Um, but yeah, she was known as the Black Pearl because at the time her skin was just so tan. Uh, uh which was. I know, which was atypical, and <laughs> but okay, yes, yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't know if it's like a Korean thing or not. I'm not sure. My students say some weird stuff to it. I'm like, I know you don't mean anything by it, but we need to. You need to know. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, her tan skin at the time was kind of atypical for a girl group just like this one because you think of fairies, you think of just lightness and whiteness, and then all of a sudden you see this girl who just happens to be tan mm-hmm. doing her thing and just being in this group. But she was always pretty like stable. Like she's one of the members who were there consistent she had some solo tracks like into you i did enjoy that song and i actually (laughs) i actually was inspired by the way she set up her into you music video with the two male dancers and the two female dancers for my video Mm. uh which is so fun because it looks so nice like she has something maybe not it but she does have talent and it was nice that sm at least gave her an opportunity to kind of shine and do her thing. And uh, now she's kind of just acting a little bit more. She's released a little bit of music here and there and was an OGG, like I mentioned. But for the most part, she's just been sticking to the acting. Um, Now, are you familiar with Yuri's kind of just like impact in the group or? I'm going to be honest and say that I am not. Um, She's definitely (laughs) the least memorable member for me. I'm sorry for all the Yuri fans out there. (laughs) I never remember her. Um, She just isn't that charismatic on stage mm-hmm. or in videos yeah. for me. Um, and yeah, in a group of yeah. so many people, it, you know, you got to have something, something to stand out. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, good for her that she's, I guess, able to do what she wants to do under SM again. Um, okay. But yeah, I honestly don't have many thoughts on her. <laughs> <laughs> That's totally fine. I know what you mean. Like I said, she's just a good girl group member. She was definitely like... If you needed something to happen and someone wasn't sure. there, she could do it. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Yuri. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, but moving on to my favorite member of SNSD, <laughs> Sue Young. Oh, yeah. Sue Young. So she's one of the main visuals and also one of the main dancers of the group. And since leaving SM Entertainment, she has starred in various Korean dramas and has really yeah. made a name for herself uh, in mm-hmm. that realm. Um, but yeah, she's also, I think she's the tallest one, right? Um, yeah, she that's is. what really stood out to me, I think, the first time I saw them, because she's just, like, yeah. a head above Sunny and a few of the other ones. Yeah. Um, first off, she's beautiful. Um, oh, my God. And really, yeah, very memorable uh, yeah. in that way. Um, but honestly, she brings it on stage, too. She does. She has a great charisma. Um, mm-hmm. She's got the smizing down to a T. She oh, knows yeah. when, the cam- when the camera's on her, she turns it on for sure. Um, mm-hmm, and yeah, mm-hmm. I think she definitely is a great girl group member. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think she would do much solo wise personally <laughs> and doesn't right. seem like she wants to either. I don't <laughs> think singing has really ever been a passion for her, um, right. like in that way. But, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I think she's awesome as as a member of SNSD and they definitely need her. She definitely brings something unique to them. Oh yeah, totally. I think yeah. she brings that kind of like supermodel chicness. Like I, I guess I think I keep telling you, like when I saw her flip her hair in the boys, I was like, Oh yes. Oh my God. Oh yeah. She's at the front, I think for the David Letterman yeah. dance break. Right. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Yes. And I was just like, uh, I mean, if you didn't know who this group was and you saw her, you'd be like, who is that? Uh-huh. Who is that? You know, she just always kind of just stood out in that sense. Even in Hoot, when she had the cute little flipped hair. like Oh, yes. Just, she just brings, like, the, the sexy lady-like stuff there. Like, they all have something about the girl next door. But she was, like, the hot older sister kind of feel to her. And I think in the terms of dancing, she probably is a little bit higher up. Like, there's Hyoyeon, and then there is Yuri. And she's somewhere near, like, four or five. Like, amongst the girls, yeah. she's somewhere there. Yeah. Um, which is kind of tough to see because, again, they don't really dance that often. But when they do dance, she's not in the back. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just make it real cushy yeah. in the back. Mm-mm. So yeah, I've always kind of enjoyed her. Um, I think she is uh, has some of the, the best humor in the group too. Like every time I used to watch like little old variety mm-hmm. things, she would say some crazy stuff. Like they went to America <laughs> or somewhere Western, and she's in the back seat talking about you know Will Smith. I love Will Smith. He's so handsome. Like she's like, I'm gonna marry that man. Like she was just going off in the back seat, saying the very <laughs> limited English that she knew, but she knew Will Smith. What's that guy? <laughs> Will Smith? Oh, he's so handsome. It's like, do you know Will Smith? Yeah, you know Will Smith. As if the person didn't know. So I thought that was kind of fun. And um also like way back in the day, there used to be a show called Intimate Note, mm. um, where a lot of groups uh, would go onto the show and if there were awkward members or like some type of tension in the group the host would call that crap out and the mm. members would be able to stand on top of a high point and talk to the one member causing the contention oh. or something like that or the several members um that would or that happened now <laughs> but yeah at the time it was funny because she would be the first one basically this is not just about you and the choreography i'm like oh my god <laughs> so she's always had a personality for sure um yeah and i think she was another one of the princesses that that Oh God! Whatever Insa she had, the Insa, like the I'm Princess, blah 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 blah, so young, <laughs> you know. Yeah, she definitely was a feisty one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> On to another visual. We have uh, Yuna. Uh, she was the main visual and actually the center of the group, and she actually is still signed to SM Entertainment. And she has also mainly focused on acting activities, including in China, where she's become a huge star out mm. there, which is crazy and her solo ep a walk to remember was also one of the highest selling female soloist projects of 19 no of 2019 (laughs) 1920 (laughs) (laughs) yes it's very interesting because i think I feel like I've had a lot of conversations. We were actually talking about it before we were filming this about like mm-hmm. the Korean beauty aesthetic. Uh, yeah. And Yuna is a great example of their quote unquote ideal uh, type. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not going to like describe it. You can just look up pictures of her, but yes, I don't know. There's something about her that I guess they just think is absolutely perfect. And, um, and yeah, I I think it's interesting when you have that role in a group, cause it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, okay, you're there to like stand in the middle and look pretty and do all the endorsements. Yeah. But then like musically and performance wise (laughs) and stuff, you're not, really that important yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah. so it's interesting because i if i remember correctly she didn't really stand out in like interviews and variety shows and stuff either mm, right so so it's no. just interesting that she really was <laughs> the face like yeah uh, there was no yeah. overlap there with other parts yeah. of you know the other duties like she really was yeah. there for that so that's interesting um yeah so yeah, I, I would say because I tend to focus more on the performances and stuff like that, she also mm-hmm. isn't one that really stands out to me. Um, right. But right. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, like, not for nothing, not to anyone who's like a fan of you know, like a specific stand to her. But I mean, uh, if you've put up a lineup of a girl group now, she would be considered like one of the like um, what is that girl's name from um uh IOI? Like there was a member who people were like, why did she? Why is she in the group? Like she was just an actress kind of style, and yeah. but she made it into the group over other people. She has that kind of air about her, in my opinion. I never looked at her and thought, oh my god, that girl is the reason I got into the group. And again, yeah. that is a standard thing. Um, but yeah, it's. I I'm pretty sure she does have something about her. Like she's something that she's someone that didn't stand out to me. Like yeah. as opposed to Yudi, it would be her. I didn't look at because I'm like I don't I don't get it. I don't see it. Yeah. Um. Not saying she's not pretty, but for me, I was just like she is. I guess the essential girl next door. Like she is. She's she's there. Um. And you know, <laughs> yeah. even watching her dance with uh, I think it was you know, you know from two p.m. Oh, it uh-huh. was just, you know, it was okay. It wasn't like wow. This is why she is who she is. I don't see it. But if you're a fan of her, definitely, definitely educate us and maybe drop some links to like some videos of her being Yuna, being awesome. I'm not saying she's not talented. It's just I was not drawn to her and still am not drawn to this yeah, woman. Yeah, agreed. And I, I honestly had no idea before we prepped this that her solo oh. EP did so well. Um, 
But yeah, the kind of Korean coffee shop thing is just such mm-hmm. a saturated part of K-pop. And so many of these second gen artists that go solo go for that. And they all <laughs> yeah. sound the same. So she sounds <laughs> yeah. great on the track. Like I actually was impressed by it because again, her mm-hmm. voice never really stood out to me. But that yeah. type of sound also just isn't for me. So I'm not really checking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And speaking of checking for someone, we have someone who's been really doing her thing. Like she completely, even as one of the main, vo- yeah, main vocalists or like, yeah, even as one of the main vocals <laughs> in the group, she <laughs> completely did a whole 180 and said, I'm going to start acting. And <laughs> that is Sodian. Yes. <laughs> um, first off, live, she is very stable. She was mm-hmm. always the one. I don't think there's any live performance you can find where she doesn't hit the notes yeah. she's supposed to hit. Um, yeah. She is, yeah, <laughs> she, I think she's probably the most reliable vocally of the group. Yes. Arguably yeah. more than Taeyeon, I would say, actually. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's always stood out to me in that way, and I like her tone a lot. It's a little yeah. thicker. Um, yeah. And in a group that is quite high-pitched and, and thin, um, yeah. I think that was important for the dynamic. And like, for example, all her parts in the TTS songs were always my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think vocally, she's definitely up there for me. Um, so very interesting that she has not mm. released major solo songs. I think that's very yes. interesting. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I said Sohyun. I made a mistake. It's Sohyun. Excuse me. But yeah, with her, um, I I didn't really pay much attention to her at mm. first because I was like, oh, okay, whatever. She's there, you know. Um, up until uh, Titeso. I yeah. didn't pay attention to her at all because I heard her in Twinkle and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, wait, wait, she can sing. She can yes. sing. And then also she was on We Got Married. And I think that's when I realized like she actually had like a lot of talent because they had done, I think, Falling Slowly and I think Officially Missing You by Tamiya. Oh. And uh, her and her spouse at the time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I thought, oh, Quote, that's unquote, cool. spouse. <laughs> yeah, that would not fly now nowadays. Hmm. They still hmm. do We Got Married, don't they? No, they canceled that. They oh, tried they to do that. something else. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Messy. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> uh she could sing. I think I think she was the one of the one of the members who was actually like musically inclined in the sense of like instrument playing. Mm. Uh so yeah, she was pretty consistent. And even watching her act now is so interesting. Like her watching her in Love and Leashes, you wouldn't think that her personality would lean a certain way unless you like watched her on variety or watched her on like little behind the scene things mm. with the girl group. Um but yeah, no, I enjoy her acting, but I am a little surprised that she has not sat down and was like, let me give you a little ooh ooh baby. Yeah. I mean, she did have one album, Don't Say No. Yeah. She did release that one album. It was good. It was good, and I'm confused as to why she didn't continue. That was still under yeah. SM, though, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. So I, if I remember correctly, and someone can correct mm. me if I'm wrong, but I believe the agency she signed to is exclusively for acting. Whoa. Uh, so okay. that's interesting. So like, yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm most excited for this upcoming comeback just to hear her again. I'm curious if she's yeah. kept up with her vocal training and stuff because, you know, yeah. it's been a minute. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> it has, no, you're so right. It does make yeah. a difference. <laughs> I would know. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so those are all the active current members of SNSD. But as you mentioned earlier, we should talk about Jessica, who yes. is not a member anymore after she left mm-hmm very controversially, in 2014. (laughs) Um, We're not going to get into the drama here, but if you do want us to, we will do a Pop 101 if you want it. So let us know. Um, But since leaving, she has pursued a number of projects, including acting in musicals and television dramas, developing Mm -hmm. a fashion brand, and becoming a novelist. She wrote the the novel Shine and also the sequel Bright. And we actually did a review of Shine as one of our first episodes ever. So if you want to scroll yeah. all the way back and <laughs> see how bad our editing and sound quality and everything was at the time, um, go check that out. Because we had an interesting experience reading and discussing this uh, quote-unquote fiction <laughs> book. <laughs> um, Boy, we yeah. should be the second one because that was messier. I know, we probably should. We just don't have time. But yeah, it's on my <laughs> list. But uh, yeah, she's currently participating in a Chinese girl group survival program for contestants over the age of 30, um, which sounds way sadder than I think it is. Um, yeah. 
but uh career's over at 30 apparently like damn yeah but i believe people <laughs> I, there was a little bit of drama because i think she like she must have promoted it or done something the same time uh-huh. that SNSD announced this coming oh my uh, God. return a uh, reunion. So people were like, ooh, she was doing that to like throw shade. I mean, I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe. at this point, she needs to get whatever she can from this group. Because I mean, if I was with you for like almost half of my life at this mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. I will get some type of recognition. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm not saying that that was her intention, but, you know, I mean, she's been through a lot with them. So it's unfortunate that things ended the way they did. Um, yeah. She did release some solo tracks and mm-hmm. albums. Um, I think she was with Cordell, Cordell, Corey, I don't know how to pronounce it, but she did release some stuff. And then she has Blanca and Eclair as a fashion line. And um, now, she, like you said, she's a novelist. So she's she is fine. She will be okay. Um, I do wish that they would patch up any old wounds because this, this it sounds like they're pretty deep though because it sounds like it wasn't just you know the drama that led her to leave like I think it was like a lot of drama through the years that kind of led that's up terrible to it. Um, from all the you know inside scoop that we don't know if it's real or not but I'm just gonna assume that it is uh, but yeah you know she's one of the so she was one of the lead singers of the group actually so if you listen to the mm-hmm. material while she was in it she's very prominent um, yeah. She was never my favorite tone, though. Um, I personally mm-hmm. didn't really miss her when she left uh, yeah. because she was for sure the worst dancer for me. Um, <laughs> she was. The, the most um, iconic, I think, <laughs> thing is in I Got a Boy when all the girls are doing a bunch of hair flips all together and she's yeah. on the side just like doing a little nod. She can't be bothered oh, to yeah. even do a full hair flip. Um, so that's just one example of um, she's wearing a the crown. level of effort that she put in. My, my final thoughts on Jessica, though, now that we've all talked about the whole thing, I really do wish her the best. I, again, I still wish that things weren't bad. I'm just saying. I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Aw. It would have been so much fun to kind of see all nine of them like, hey, guys, we done buried the hatchet in each other's backs. We're done. Um, you know, mm. <laughs> push people off bridges, you know, that we burnt. You know, like just mm. we're, we're rebuilding. Like, I kind of just want them to <laughs> make up. I feel like I even if they wanted to, the SM would not allow it. Because <laughs> then be like, Isuman would be like, hmm. You can't come into Kwangya. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, speaking Kwang-ya. of Kwangya, SM <laughs> has changed a lot since the last time Girls' Generation released music oh back in God. 2017. And um, oh. one of those things is the now existence of Kwangya, the SM Ugh. universe. Um, but honestly, Kwang-ya. K-pop in general has changed a lot in, those, in these past mm-hmm. years. It's a lot louder yeah. and faster and flashier and it's way mm-hmm. more performance-oriented, dance-oriented than it was before um so how do you think the girls are going to be able to fit in the new k-pop landscape and also the new Mm. sm sound as well right so (laughs) that was my biggest like kind of like (laughs) like i don't know how to describe that the emotion that i felt for that Mm -hmm. Uh, but i worry about them because um i worry but i'm also kind of hopeful right because you have all these different sounds that they could kind of attack in a sense yeah um but there isn't a really girly girl group there except for red velvet and red velvet's covering both the electro pop and the electro r&b so you mm-hmm. kind of have that and then you have espa who sounds like nct uh like a spinoff not exactly like excuse me uh so it's kind of tough it's it's interesting kind of hearing what they do individually and then how do you bring that in right because mm-hmm. a couple of them have still been dancing the rest yes. of them have been reading scripts and kind of just not dancing. So, <laughs> I mean, they have to they have to come correct at this point. Like coming back with a ballad or something kind of laid back, like na 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 with Got Seven, um, is not is not it, right? I mean, even with Shiny, Don't Call Me was had more elements of hip hop and it was definitely a lot more complicated choreography speaking. Oh. Uh, then if not one of the hardest that they've ever had, right? Because they had to keep up and live up to the standards that are now present yeah. in K-pop. Like, yeah, the shallows are there, but like, if you want to have a longer career and not get shafted, like, like New East did, or like, just get kind of get left by the wayside, you have to kind of adapt, right? Um, I mean, the album and the subsequent repackage definitely had the shiny sound, but I think it's safe to say that we were kind of jarred by that. Don't call me. Don't <laughs> yeah. call me. They have never been yes. that aggressive in any... Yes. Like, they have had a song like that ever. So with SNSD, it's like, are they going to go for something kind of fierce? Are they going to go for something like Touch? 
you know, a little touch. Mm. Give me a little touch. They mm -hmm. could do that. Yeah. They give us a nice little sexy mm -hmm. model moment. They could do that. But will the sound be up to par with what's happening They're, now? What's the yeah. what doing now? And you know? also live up to their old material as well. Because that's always the it risk when you do a reunion, yes. right? Is the song as good oh, as God. your old stuff? Um, yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. Tiara. You mentioned Red Velvet, right? And kind of, mm -hmm. their, I, like, their last album was more very, very ethereal, kind of um, whimsical. Yeah. Um, then you yes. have Espas, who's, who's doing, like, the really hard-hitting, um, I don't know I don't know how else to describe it. It's, like, it's just super EDM, strong. EDM-esque. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... SNSD definitely can do neither of those things, I don't think. No. Um, Lil Touch no. was fun, but like there wasn't yeah, anything no. unique or special about it. You could give that to any girl group and that would yeah. be a fine B-side, sorry. Um, yeah. It'd be yeah. interesting to see if they go for, yeah, I think I agree. Like, do they go for fierce? Mm -hmm. I don't know because most of them can't really do it well, to be honest. No. Like, Catch Me no. If You Can was cool. I think yes. I think that'd be an interesting like idea to kind of go towards, yeah. but that also wasn't a lead single for them. That was also just like a buzz yeah. B side track, right? Right. And right, so right. I don't know. And then all night and and party and, and those last few songs in those in that era also like they yeah. didn't do that well, right? So clearly them trying to recreate something more like that also didn't wouldn't really work. So yeah. Yeah. Part of me kind of hopes that they do like another two, like a two A side thing mm. where one is kind of crazy oh. and at a risk. Yeah. And then one yeah. is maybe just a sweeter track that is in line with the Lionheart esque yeah. kind of idea. Because yeah. I thought Lionheart was perfect for them. It was a little more mature, yeah. but it still kind of harkened back to kind of the cutesy sound a little bit. Totally. Um, yeah. So I would love them to do kind of the two again. Um, yeah. But okay. without doing yeah. the extreme, because if they try to go too fierce, <sighs> most of them can't do it. Like it's right. just you not genuine. So, so you're so yeah. right because they did. You think you think actually wasn't bad. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. now I think about it, you think wasn't bad. Like yeah. it wasn't bad in certain sections, and other parts I'm like, ooh, that's a little weird. Like So Young's part was cool. The rap section was cool because you had Soo Young and Hyo Young kind of just doing their thing and rolling. They were throwing it back. They were, they were throwing it back. Okay, mm -hmm. but will they do that hip hop kind of poppy kind of sound? I, yeah, you know, and I mean now SM Town has been gentrified into Kwangya. Do they still have a place to live in in this new universe? You know, at this point, at this point, for lack of a better word, SM Town has been gentrified into Kwangya. I can't stand <laughs> Kwangya, but are these girls going to be forced to become citizens of it? You know, they're not a boa where they have musical. Uh, uh, like influence over what happens sonically. Like Boa did right. Dreams Come True remix and she has her own thing going on with her music. SNSD never had that pull. Yes. <laughs> they were not known for being producing and, and producers or stuff like that. So this is going to be completely curated by SM. And I don't know. I don't know if the call is still there. I think because we haven't seen them in so long and it's such a, a special moment because it's 15 years, people are excited. But excitement is not going to somehow transmute into a good single yes right you know so and, that's kind of the you know. yeah yeah mm -hmm. and i'm very curious how the response will be commercially yeah because i yeah i can't really tell what the demand is because for example we you know there have been a lot of second gen groups mm -hmm. that have come back um yeah, you mentioned yeah. got seven that just came back 2 p.m mm -hmm. came back last year after school yeah. reunited on that television show um tiara did their comeback independently i believe yeah um yeah. and then of course we had 21 at coachella um mm -hmm. which arguably probably got the most buzz right out of all those ones i just listed um yeah. but they didn't release yeah. new music no so that's the difference this is a yeah. whole other thing and so mm -hmm. i think there actually is more pressure on it than people realize because if this doesn't yeah. do well this actually kind of ruins their legacy a little bit yeah because like yeah. Why, why did you come back at this point you could have just mm -hmm. left it and been like we had a good cute little ogg moment and then left yeah. it but now it's like you come back and then you kind of soiled it just yeah <laughs> so they can't the do case. something that feels inauthentic and that they're trying too hard mm -hmm. that's Challenge. that's yeah. the line that they cannot cross because if they try to seem really young and they come back with like an end mix type crazy track or or yeah. even something that sounds younger like like the i've 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, and the Stacey's is that like, if they come back with something yeah. that sounds too young, it just won't work. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think there is some pressure on this. And so I'm, I'm very totally. curious what they do because they got to keep their legacy as the nation's girl group. And if this isn't good, it's not going to look, oh. it's going to be really bad. So it's going to be kind of embarrassing. Yeah. 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 yeah, for lack of a better word. Um, sorry, so ones. Um, we are so ones ourselves. Yeah. Sonis, Sonis. I will <laughs> support it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Too. I'm so happy to see them together because ah, they are again. They are the girl group that a lot of people and I think our age got into. It was like who else was there except yeah. 21? Yeah, you know, and Wonder Girls. That's all yeah. we had. So mm-hmm. you kids are so lucky. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, if you are an SM stan or a so on, let us know what you are all hoping or thinking will happen for SNSD's comeback. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below or message us at CCTV Pops on all social media. And you can also join us on Patreon. We would love to hear your thoughts and you can help us decide our next episode topics like our lovely CCTV crew members, Lisette, Lily, and Emily. So yeah. thank you guys very much for supporting us. <laughs> and be sure to give us a like, subscribe to our channel, and hit that notification bell. For our listeners, give us a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. And uh, until next time, that is Chris. That's Jan. And we are CCTV. It is so, so good. Sorry, I thought that was a spider was my hair that I cut. (laughs) Sorry.